presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also, going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non sports sports wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and AJ Salveson. Good to see your face again. Ajay. I love how you emphasize and AJ Salveson. It's good well, to have you in the building. You know, today. it's like it's like the WWE. Like you make this return grand appearance twenty different times. Just keep coming back. I'm retiring. Five weeks later, I'm back. Routine guest host AJ Salveson. <laughs> Diminished role, RJ Salveson is back. Uh, a lot to catch up on from when you were gone, um, but mostly just recapping things that happened over this past weekend. There's a lot to digest. The NFL weekend, uh, the Utah Jazz get Rudy Gobert back, and what a difference that makes for that team. They played like a championship contender last night. Uh, can they do th- again? Do that again tonight against the LA Lakers? Also, the uh, NFL Wild Card Weekend, uh, the Utah State Aggies <sighs> struggling to close out close games. This is becoming a regular issue uh, with this team. Um, but I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on it. And uh, you know, as always, you can get uh, your opinion shared on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Chime in over, uh, man, on a lot of different topics from this past weekend. Um where to begin is the is the big thing, AJ. Yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's a lot to recap, um, and I'd like to hear from our listeners too, because I I actually had to go back and watch the Utah State Wyoming game, so I wasn't there and see live or anything. What a wild one that was! Nine three one five, text in when you're gone so much that they have to pay you guest host wage. Your name is AJ. Okay, okay. Nine nine five two. Question: Does Odom have an obligation to keep sticking with Horvath, especially firing threes? So, and and that's a question I have for you and our listeners. Horvath has got to be one of the worst starting free throw shooters I've seen in a long time. Like to be in the starting lineup and suck that bad shooting a ball when nobody's guarding you is really impressive. Like, what in the world is going on, Eric? Because I am sick and tired of Horvath missing free throws. Like, it, honestly, if, if I was another team, nine nine five two, he makes Shaq look good. And honestly, he does. Because Shaq's free throw motion sucks and he still makes them. It was a rough night for Brandon. Oh, so he got in so many trouble. Uh, he couldn't hit from beyond the arc. He couldn't hit at the free throw line, as you mentioned. Um, uh, he had 
a lot of trouble just trying to handle EK in the low post. Um, they give Wyoming credit. They took Horvath out of the game. Yeah. Well, and honestly, and he didn't help himself too much. No, he still. didn't. I. The problem though is to nine nine five two, is that there was. There's nobody to replace him in the starting lineup. Who else are you gonna put in there? Dorius? <laughs> You're gonna put Zapala? Like that's that is the one concern I have is that there's nobody else to put in. And I just man, but it's still frustrating watching him miss free throws. I've oh, I just wanna pound a table until your hands bleed. But um okay, well so let me ask you this. Okay. And I will ask this of our audience as well. Sure. Whose performance was more frustrating? Brandon Horvath or Steven Ashworth? Give me the line on Ashworth, by the way. I heard it wasn't great. Thirty four minutes. Okay. O for three. Okay. Overall, so he was O for two from three. No free throw attempts. He had one rebound, two assists, and one steal. But here's the thing is Ryland Jones has had stat nights like that. I think against Air Force, I believe it was. He didn't have a great night at Air Force. So all of a sudden we're like, wait a minute, hold on. If it's Ashworth, we gotta we gotta tag him in this. But if it's Ryland, we're gonna give him a pass. It doesn't make any sense to me. Now Ryland had a great night against Wyoming. I I, I thought he played well. Again, I don't, do you have Ryland's stat line by chance, Eric? Yeah, Ryland was great. Uh, he was four for ten from three. He was seven to fourteen overall. Uh, two assists, three steals, one rebound, Whew. and 19 points. It's not bad. No. And But, okay, so of the 10 threes he took, and, again, I just had to kind of watch this on, on almost Zoom pace because I was trying to get through it, but um, I love the ending shot. I love, like, the game's final shot, the look he got. He wasn't incredibly on balance, but when you got a clock winding down, you're just kind of letting it fly. Still a good shot. Love that play. Uh, but there's a couple of plays on like a curl three where it looks like he's fading away when he's shooting it. Like he's a better shooter, and I think anybody's a better shooter, unless you're Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. But like when your feet are set, right? And when Ryland's feet are set, even with a guy in his grill, I think it's it's almost automatic. When he's catching and turning and his feet aren't set, that's when they get in trouble. That's when he gets in trouble. Um, but you know what? Give credit to Wyoming. Like they came into this game and made it a physical fight. They, they really did. did. They used their size yeah. and their length to their advantage. Maldonado was beating them up. I mean, they made they put it on the refs to make calls. And for well, which sometimes they, they made, did, and sometimes, sometimes they, they didn't. Did, which is the worst part because it's inconsistency. Like yes. what what's this call going to be, or are they going to blow the whistle or not? You, and then you got to play around that, and that's. That's hard enough to do. Eric, we got a slew of techs that have came through. Let's get to these. 4034. Pretty sure some of the high school B ball players in the Valley could shoot threes better than the Aggies. Let me ask you if you had a three point contest, say from, we'll go Stephen Ashworth and Caden Cox, who would you take? I would probably take Caden Cox. Me too. Are we serious? Did we just say that? Like, well, look, there's. There's been times where we've seen that, okay, Utah State can shoot the rock okay, but I think the the larger body of evidence is that Utah State is not a good three-point shooting team. Sure. And Brock Miller, with all of his inconsistencies, was probably the most consistent of shooting three. 
it's weird. And he's huh? out. Yeah, now he's out. And, 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 I, if, and if you're saying Brock Miller is your most consistent three point shooter, we're in trouble. Yeah, that's not a good pick, a good thing. Zero three six six. Hey, this is the intern that won Audrey's parking. Well, you gave away my parking spot. <laughs> you weren't around, so someone might as well. That's take my it. parking spot, dude. That's the front row. I I swear, if you did, I'm gonna be. You know, I think there's only two people in this building who really care about where they park. One of them is the big boss man because there's a door right to his office. The other one, remember when you parked in his spot? Was it you that did it? Every now and then I will purposely park in this other guy's spot. Well, I have my spot. It's right in front of the door, he, which is right in front of my he office. Gets, he gets grumpy and he says something oh, to man, me every it's so single funny. time. It's so funny. I, I One w- time like he made up some paper and put it on... Like I'll give you. Violation. I'll give you twenty bucks if you put your car there. Have your wife come pick you up and leave your car there for like the next two days. <laughs> Just leave it. Just there. don't even move it. Nine three one zero. Horvath needs to climb a, a mountain, find an eagle's nest, become one nature, and start making his open shots. <laughs> I don't think the Wyoming contested a single three we took. Really? Uh, I don't know about that. But I mean, when you're shooting as poorly as, as the Aggies were, they don't. They didn't need to close out with much urgency. Hmm. Nine three one five. Not the like, Aggies were twenty three percent from three. Total numbers on that was what six of twenty six. Yeah, that's just not good. If you're going to take twenty six three, you need to make double digits. I, that's how I look. I honestly, if you take twenty plus threes, you better be making double digits of that. That's that's how I see it. Nine three one five. Not liking that we can't close out. Uh, USU basketball games. Why would your status go down as the year goes on? Speaking to you, Horvath. Why would your status go down? Uh, translation for me, Eric, please. You seem to speak his language. Why would your status go down as year goes on? Oh, why would your you lose stats? a starting spot? Oh, oh may- maybe or starting spot. The, the thing is, this is. I think we're in a similar situation that we found ourselves in for the last few years with, uh, with. Brock Miller mm-hmm. is that coaches kind of had to start him because who else who else can you trust yeah, to yeah, play who that else can you spot? Put, yeah. Now out of necessity, Sean Barstow has moved in and, and he's blossomed in that role. Oh, he's been great. Maybe they just need to roll the dice and just say, Okay, we're just gonna go with someone else. Can but. I ask on Sean, he's getting a lot of offensive fouls this season. What are you seeing out of him that's causing the ref to call it? Because the spin or the drive and the spin on uh Maldonado and I like Molinaro's not even set. His feet aren't even there, and he hits the ground, and they call a charge like that. Just bonkers me. But what is it about Barristow, as athletic and gifted as he is offensively? He gets a lot of offensive fouls called on him. It doesn't well, make any sense. I think it's just because he's trying to be aggressive. Okay. But what's wrong with that? Like, how can we can't? And again, I think it goes back to consistency from the refing. It really does. Yes, there was yeah. Five four five two. Aggies need to shoot the ball much better. If they're shooting 13% from three, go to the freaking basket. But the other problem is that they are shooting 14% from the free throw line. Got to get better with shooting overall. Neither. Um, yeah, like their shooting has not been great. Shooting at the line is horrible. Shooting from three is bad. Shooting from the field, they go in slumps and in droughts. Just, that just don't work. Like it, It's got to be better, man. 73.3% at the line. In your house. What was the total line on that? 11 of 15. Oh, my. So that's not, it's that's not, not terrible. But when you lose by how much? Yeah, you lose by two. Make three free throws, and we're talking about Different a win story. today. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, what was Horvath at the line again? Oh, for two. Uh, nine, nine, and by the way, a big guy like him, getting to the rim, because he, he can drive. He should be getting to the line more, right? He should, yeah. That's... 
that big body and considering the rest of what the roster is, but he he prefers to play outside. 9952, please explain Horvath running from the hoop to double Maldonado at the line and leave Ike open for a layup. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Why are you leaving Ike? Let Maldonado... Yeah. It's EK, by the way. Same thing to me. Ike, EK, I don't care at this point. That punk got a technical, too. Um, But... Why do you double? Why just leave just leave that one-on-one matchup unless that matchup is size disadvantage? Leave it. You, you can't leave EK. Exactly. Graham that, that, EK was sorry. feasting, and, and that's what I mean. Sorry, I, I mean stay with EK. Yes. Don't double on Maldonado. Right. Because unless it's a size disadvantage, which I don't think in nine nine five two help me out on here. I think Bean was guarding Maldonado. Um, but don't leave him. If Bean's there, let Bean take him. You stay with EK. And try to and try to win that matchup one on one. I agree. I didn't make any sense. Two nine four seven. Uh, have we talked about the questionable coaching decision at the end of the Wyoming game? Tie game. Twenty seconds left. Any basic fan knew Wyoming's plans was to go to number thirty three, who would own us all night. Couldn't That's stop him. It's EK. After running down the clock, so the Aggies couldn't answer, and we didn't do anything to combat it. Foul them. Double team. Uh, uh, EK, such a wasted opportunity, did not give us the best chance to win. Yeah, we took some time off the clock on that one, didn't we? Let a lot of time go off. I, I think that the plan was look, guard him straight up. And see what happens. Make him work. Kay. And then... And you got to give him credit, dude. He ended up hitting... The, it wasn't like the cleanest look in the world, either. No, I mean, Dorius was guarding him. Um, he, he made a move, then Dorius kind of stood still, and then he got around him. Yeah. But it was kind of it wasn't an easy shot to make, but uh. yeah, I I don't know. And and, and it's a it, it was a tied game, wasn't it? It was tied. Yeah, yes, I just tied. I don't think you get too greedy. Ek was uh, had been seven of nine at the line. Yeah, I so just it's not like he's a bad free throw shooter. I don't get greedy on that. I leave it as it is. Uh, five three three eight. Aggie shooting from anywhere still continues to frustrate. The charging call on Barristow in the key during the first half was probably the single worst call I've personally witnessed in a game. <laughs> it was bad. I mean, Maldonado is sliding with Barristow, like just trying to get to that spot, and he's still trying to get to that spot when Barristow hits him. Like it was a bad call. Nine three one five. Would recruiting fix shooting slumps or problems? No. They have talent. Just can't make shots. Like. I don't know. Are you going to go recruit a 95% free throw shooter? Some of them for well, the Well, RJ Adelrock was out of the lineup, so Ashworth comes in and is the starting role. You already, you already have Barristow in playing a starter role from uh, Brock Miller, who's out. So your bench is getting really thin. So really only have Shulga mm-hmm. as a guard that does who's played any meaningful minutes off the bench. So, I mean, just there's some limitations there. That's not an excuse for poor shooting, but they just, they have guys who can score. They've shown us they can shoot, but they are inconsistent. There is enough body of evidence over the the course of this season to tell us this is an inconsistent shooting team from beyond the arc. But it's a system, it's an offensive system that provides for outside shooting. We just don't have guys that are consistent enough running this offense. Yeah. Or I should say, executing this offense. Nine three one zero. We were tied at the end of the game. A foul is a bad idea. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was wondering. I was like, wait, yeah, we were we tied at that situation? Game. 
honestly, play straight up defense. You're right. You're right. Play straight up. That's exactly right. And make just, him make it, a tough shot. And they did. Honestly, like, I yeah. get a tough contested shot. Nine nine five two. Barristow was guarding Maldonado. That's who it was. Refs were consistent all game. Players need to learn how to adjust. I don't. Oh man, nine nine five two. Can I politely disagree what? with you? Yeah, I don't know about I'm not this so, consistent. I'm not going to say it was consistent, if I may. Um, and, and to each their own, as they see it, by all means. But I mean, I, I look at that Barristow foul, and then you look at Maldonado shut off, shove off. Uh, I think it was Bean. He shoved him off in the lane, and no call was made. Right, Bean hits the ground, like that. There, that, there were a couple of times where touch fouls were called. And then there were stretches where Wyoming was doing what they wanted in the post. Yeah. Just moving guys all over the place and on both sides, offensively and defensively, and just the refs let them play. Yeah. Uh, sadly, the Aggies lost, but the Spectrum was awesome. They had old grandma dancers. Oh, I can't believe I missed that. Oh, yes. She was oh, man. J.C. Carroll and his wife made the kiss cam. They honored the uh, they honored the 9 championship. Oh, like, kind of like an honor of the team. Yeah, I saw it. But Spencer Nilton and Tony Brown and yeah. a few other guys were in the house. Yeah, it was cool. Really cool. How did we not know about that? And uh, we need to get some of those guys on then. That's interesting. Uh, very cool. No, that's awesome. And I'm grateful the Spectrum was all like in that kind of an atmosphere way. That's it's just too bad. And uh, as, as it did, yeah, I heard uh, – I actually talked to the guy who uh, – who had tickets. It was actually Guild Mortgage who invited JC and his wife to come to the game with his older daughter, their oldest daughter. And Guild Mortgage invited him out. They and, and the, from what I was told, JC was like, I don't know. I mean, is anybody gonna, you know, like because they're like, you know, let's go walk down the halls of the of the spectrum, you know, and then and JC's like, Nobody's gonna know me, nobody's gonna recognize me, you know, only the older folks do. Ends up being like the Wyoming coach came over and said hi to JC and told him thank you for all you've done for Wyoming basketball, like the state of Wyoming basketball, you know, which was pretty cool. Mm. Um, said that he tells his uh, his kids, his players, you know, be a JC, be a hard worker, be a, be a you know workaholic on the court, which was pretty cool. Uh, you know, Spencer went over and said hi to him. I believe a couple other guys did too, but it was cool because. The guy who I was talking to said, you know what was awesome is, like, I don't think JC really expected that because he probably felt like, how do I fit in here? You know, I go to the Spectrum and does anybody know, you know? And I guess, you know, he walked around and some people said hi to him um, and were very, very kind to him, which is awesome. So, yeah, good on them and glad JC was able to go. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, 6211, Barristow is 0-5 from 3. He's better off driving to the basket. He's inconsistent from the arc, would you say? Yes. Like, there's times where his open looks and they're there, and he misses it, but then I have a contested look with a guy in his grill and he knocks it down. Horvath, Ashworth, and Barristow all were 0 for. What was the, the total what on 0 for what? I don't want to know. That's 0 for 11. Oh. Bean yeah. was 2 for 5, and Jones was 4 for 10. 5 4 5 2. Refs suck, not consistent at all. Things called at one end that were ignored on the other. That's what it looked like from what I saw to me. <laughs> yeah, I. I saw inconsistencies through the game. Nine three one five. Audrey would have been a uh, hit and f- five wait, fit hit and- right in with the old ladies' court. Side. Oh man, I would have loved that. I'm so mad. Dean's I missed Golden Girls. That's like the highlight. Dude, halftime it really show is. Season. It is that and the one lady who uses nylons to climb from the scoreboard all the way to the floor. Nylons? She, yeah, she goes to, like the Victoria's Secret and she grab buys a bunch of nylons, wraps them around her waist, starts from up top in the ceiling, and goes all the way down. Dude, I don't know how they do that. Like I would crap myself. 
I'm serious. I would cry. Those were the two best halftime shows I ever see. And the jump rope team is good. I'd like to see him do a little more tricks, back flips, front flips. But, uh, yeah, Jeans Golden Girls got to be on the top of the list. I'm all about them. Absolutely. Hey, it's good seeing them in the the gallery of the game, too. Oh, really? Yeah. On Cash, on Valley, Cash Valley Daily? Daily? Yeah, oh, you guys got gallery. some good photos, huh? Yeah. That was good. Oh, that's so cool. Awesome. I got to go see the photos. That's awesome. Um, hey, I know we got to get to a break here in a little bit. But I do got to ask the question. And maybe we come back from break from this. The one thing that we always talked about, but after the UC Davis loss, that was such a big conversation, is, well, Ryan Odom never shows any emotion. He <laughs> never, ever gets angry. He never seems like he cares. He's just sitting on the chair, and he doesn't do anything. Ryan Odom went ballistic on the other night. And I, I wasn't there. I just saw it on the uh, the, the stream. Um, and, and I actually wasn't even watching it live. I got, like, five texts from five different people of, like, what did Odom just say? What did Odom just do? And I was like, what are you guys talking about? I'm not even there. And so uh, he gets a technical. Aggies had some momentum at this point. Uh, foul goes on Horvath. And I had heard, supposedly, that the ref had challenged Odom. And that's what, I mean, Odom was upset about a couple things. One, the call. Two, the reaction from the referee. But I want to know, are you okay with the technical getting, I mean, him showing, because again, the question was, does the guy ever have any emotion? Then he gets a technical, and everyone's like, you got the technical at the wrong time. What are you doing? It's 12 and a half minutes left of basketball. Yeah, he was, um, he was great after the game, recognizing that he felt bad. A game that comes down to two points, and he cost the team two points. Well, so. Horvath cost us two. Well, so cost us 15. Well, but it, it but it does speak to a bigger issue that some people I don't which I don't think is fair have said that coach Odom doesn't show enough emotion. If you're not paying attention, really close attention, you're you're missing that. Yes. Because he does. Yes. He does get he's not jumping up and down and flailing his arms and screaming his lungs out. No. Like we've seen before on the sidelines, but he absolutely shows emotion, and he gets after his guys, and he gets after the refs. Yeah, which I love. I love that he's sticking up for his guys. Yes. I Look, I know he feels bad about the technical. I love it. I love that he sticks up for his guys. There's 12 and a half minutes in the basketball game. He didn't cost the team. Like, he didn't cost the team the basketball game with a guy making a couple of free throws. Yeah, there's still a lot of time. Going 0 for 11 from three guards can cost your team a basketball game. Yes. Missing two free throws at the line can cost your team a basketball game. Getting a technical, sticking up for a guy with 12 and a half minutes left in the game doesn't do that. I'm okay with the technical. I love it, actually. Now, Bryce Crawford, on the other hand, he was screaming at Odom, does not like it. Um, but the emotion was great. I'm absolutely fine by it, man. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, a lot more texts coming in. We will get to those. We do have to call a timeout here in the Full Court Press. If you want to weigh in, 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, we'll talk about Utah Jazz, the NFL Wild Card Weekend, and more coming up on the Full Court Press. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. It's that look in her eye when you get the first sign. We make it personal, you know when it's real. Something for everyone, we know how you Special. Make it What's more important than sleep? 
Granted, some things are, but not many. This is Ryan at My Mattress, and here we offer the best solution to better sleep, a better mattress. IntelliBed, the gel mattress, cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible. Or come in and choose a Tempur-Pedic that boasts 93% of their owners love their bed. My Mattress, offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by at their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. This he put on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. They're overrated. That's it because they play for the Giants. You know, you look at the Colts. Colts don't have big names. But they got an unbelievable offensive line. That's where you start. Offensive line in today's NFL. Offensive line. If you say you can have a great receiver or you can have a great left tackle, give me the left tackle. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from seven to ten on Sports Talk Radio, one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press, Eric Franson, Andre Salveson. Hey, really cool guest um, hosting today. Would you stop good it? Good to have you here. It's good would to you have stop you it? Here. Oh yeah, it's good to have you here. It, is. it gets quiet and lonely. Guest hosting alone. Guest hosting. Andre Salveson, Dominus Rule. That's gonna be my new nickname, huh? Dominus Rule. That's what it's gonna be. I know it. Would you like Jerk. some butter with your Dominus Rule? Oh man, I love. Okay, so I'm not actually a butter on roll guy. I'm jam. You just go straight jam without yes, the butter? Yes, no butter. No butter. Even if it's a hot roll? Well, if it's a hot roll, then it's butter. Mm. Yeah. But if it's a cold roll, it's just j- go straight jam. Uh, You know, it just depends what the taste of the roll. Like, if it's like, if it's Texas Roadhouse, I go no butter. Just dive right in. Juniper takeout? Oh, man. You've got to do butter on juniper. it's the honey butter. Oh, there. yeah. Yep, you taught me that. I wasn't a butter guy, and then you taught me, mm, butter it. Butter it up, and I did. Mm-hmm. And I have been buttered with the rules since in Jimber Takeout, yeah. Hey, uh, A lot more texts that have come through. Really here. cool thing you're doing tomorrow, by the way. Can I just oh, say this? I heard about yeah. this. Yes. Uh, Ridgeline Green Canyon Girls Basketball tomorrow. Ridgeline Mountain Crest. Mountain Crest, sorry. Uh, Ridgeline Mountain Crest. Um, you guys, I've been told, are going to uh, have an air on a broadcast. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you for reminding me that. We are, we with this new way we've been doing broadcasts and following games, we are now going to start doing a Region 11 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. That's so cool. 
So Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger will be at Mount or at uh, Ridgeline tomorrow, as Ridgeline hosts Mountain Crest, and that game will be video streamed on Cash Valley Daily, and so you can watch all the play-by-play there, and uh, it'll be fun to highlight the girls' game uh, here in Region 11 because we've got some great girls' basketball going on up here, and so uh, it'll be a different game every week, but those will be on Tuesdays. And then it's Ridgeline and Bear River next week. I was told. Uh, I think you're correct. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. So um, it'll be fun to have uh, a lot of these different teams featured and and uh, highlight the what's going on with the girls game here on Range 11. That's awesome. And I, and that's great to be able to cover girls basketball too. Obviously you guys unlike anywhere else in the state cover all high school basketball and football and you know maybe stuff in the future but uh, that's great and I'm thrilled about it. So Yeah, it's fun. I'm glad we've uh, get Nick Zollinger, man, all the time which is the best. I think as much as I love girls basketball just getting to hear Nick Zollinger, oh man, <laughs> I love that guy. He's hilarious. Him and AJ, or I guess whoever it is next week, because it's supposed to be Nick Zollinger and you know whoever you find next week for Ridgeline, could be really really funny. I'm kind of hoping it's AJ because Dave's going to be absent. If it's AJ, oh my gosh, the comedy in that thing is going to be great. <laughs> All right, getting back to our Guild Morgan's text line two nine four seven. Okay, weighing in the oldest golden girl, like eighty five or older, did the splits. And, and the crowd went wild. Stop it. She got stuck in the splits and couldn't get back oh! up. Big Blue came out and straight up picked her up and carried her off the court. Crowd loved it. Okay, wait. Was that an act or was that real? <laughs> Probably it was real. I don't know. Maybe it was a Dude, part of the act. I'm how sure. close still, can you that's do? Amazing. do be the... that old and do the splits. I can't do the splits. I, I don't even know how close I get anymore. Like back in the day, I could get close. I couldn't do them, but I could get close. Without hurting myself. Now, mm-mm. Um, also, uh, 2947 continues, Odom losing his mind was kind of cool to see. I like a passionate coach. Me too. Me too. Like, <laughs> I know we don't, we don't make comparisons to Craig Smith, but how many technicals did Craig get in his career with Utah State? One? Two? Maybe? I think. Honestly, I don't think he got many technicals. He got the one... I remember the clearest day, the one he got when Sam was here. I mean, it was against Boise. Sam was trying to break the record of Wayne Estes. Gets his third or fourth foul when he slightly shoves off uh, Dennis, and Dennis sells it really well. Flops, hits the ground, and they call a foul on Sam. And, and that's and I think Craig stepped right in front of the referee, and yeah, it wasn't even a hesitation on the tech. But that's what I love about Odom, man. I'm okay with the guy sticking up for his players. Agreed. Agreed. Give me that all the time. And look, he he has shown emotion. It just you know, stomping up and down the court and flailing his arms all over the place. He's doesn't not, do he doesn't it for do him. it in that way. Yeah, doesn't do it. For doesn't him. do it in that way. Nine three one zero. I'm fine with coaches getting technicals. It's a way to get into the refs and a way to motivate players. It is. It is. It shows it, he's in their side. Uh, they hustle and uh, weren't playing dumb, just missing shots. Yeah. Like and it gets the crowd back into it. There's a little bit of a, you know, like uneasiness throughout the spectrum, and then you know, Odin gets a technical. Crowd gets right back into it. Kind of startles everybody up a little bit. And it, I love the technical. I absolutely love it. And it did not cost them the game. I know Odin's going to feel bad about it, but I have no problem with it well, at all. And I like what nine three one zero says at the end here. The Aggies they did have hustle. Um, they just weren't making shots. Yeah, but. That's, I guess my concern is that we've had a lot of these games where they're not making shots. Yeah. So is it about time to adjust the game plan? Uh, you can't change your personnel, so maybe you should change the plan. The plan? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good idea. Uh, let's see, 
5-2. Odom F-bombed. Oh, ref. yeah. Online feed picked it up. You could, yeah, you could hear it very clearly. Like, so the cam- and in fact, the camera rolls back to his face as he says it. And <laughs> you hear every word and you see it come out of his mouth. And that's when Bryce, well, that's when the, that's when the T, uh, ref teed him up. But that's when Bryce Crawford, Ryan, what are you doing? <laughs> Just Bryce Crawford's lighting him up for getting the technical. <laughs> It was really funny. I love Bryce Crawford, too. He's one of the nicest dudes in the world. He's so passionate about the Aggie basketball, and he's passionate about the game. But, man, that was a very intense about one minute right there for uh, everybody involved. Uh, 9315. What about Honey Butter, RJ? I'm a Honey Butter guy. I am. I'm a Honey Butter guy. I'm okay. Dude, I'm craving like now like warm rolls and butter. Gosh dang it, you guys. Yeah, I'm a honey butter guy. Are you? Well, what kind of jam? It's just grape. Don't give me the strawberry crap. Grape. Don't give me the cranberry garbage. Don't give me apple jam. No. People need to stop with what this. What about fresh raspberry? No. No, that's gross. From weeks or, you know, bear like raspberry. That is gross. Raspberry jam, I would rather have strawberry jam than raspberry jam. If I had to rank my jams in order. What about some orange marmalade? What? That, that There's no such thing. Oh, yeah. What is it? Orange marmalade. What is that? Angie's has some. What is it? Yeah, it's, like in, it's like an orange jam you put on your bread or your it's toast. It's an orange jam. It's called orange marmalade. Marmalade. Like, what does it taste like, though? Like orange, tangy. Like so- like orange. You put that on a roll? Yeah, or toast. Okay, you and I are going to Angie's for our next lunch, and we're going to have orange mar- marmalade, and we're going to talk about this. Yeah, and it will open your mind. Will, would you rank it in your top three jams? Uh, My top three? It would be top five, for sure. Ah. <sighs> I have to I, think about my top three. Okay, Raspberry's and, number one. Okay, so here's the problem with me, is I've never had raspberry jam, but it just doesn't sound like it'd Wait, be good. you're bagging on raspberry jam and you've it never just even had it. It just doesn't even sound good. Like, I've had raspberry cough drops and I just want to throw up. You're like my little kid. What? Like, here's, here's your dinner. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. We've never prepared this before ever in yeah, your life. Yeah, you I don't like have. it. I don't, trying to trick I don't like it. You're probably trying to trick How do you know them? you haven't liked You don't even try it. Okay, okay. So, Ray, you, you put raspberry jam as number one. Yes. I do grape, strawberry, 50-foot gap, and then I don't even know. Probably not. I don't think I'd even have a third place. Honestly, grape it's jelly, raspberry, it's, grape it's jam, grape and strawberry, and nothing else. That's all I know of. That's all you've I never know. Never experimented That's, to try anything. Else? I'm not going to experiment to ruin my rolls or bread. Like, cause, dude, I you don't have to smother it over the whole thing if you're just trying it. But you have to, cause you want to get the taste of it. Like, is it really going to fit in? I I don't know if I could trust raspberry jam. I'll go, I'm a grape guy. Give me the grape. The funny thing is I hate grape juice, but I love grape jam. How is that, how is that possible? <laughs> no. What is wrong with you? No, it's nothing wrong with me. 9952. I'll give you some homemade raspberry jam. Oh, deal. We'll make a trade. I'll, I'll find you something, and we'll make a trade. Homemade 
raspberry jam from our garden. Oh, man. Make two of those. Make one for Eric, one for myself. <laughs> That's very generous. Ajay is the one who needs to experience the, the wonder of raspberry jam. And I want Eric to experience the worstness of raspberry jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That sounds good. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. What are your five? Grape jelly is like the Jacksonville Jaguars of jams. Fresh raspberry, bro. It's a no way. Of jam. <laughs> Whatever. Grape is jam is the uh, Cleveland Browns of jam because they've been around the longest. Nobody knew any different. See, but grape is more like a jelly. There's a difference between a jelly and a jam. Well, I mean, when you have pe- okay, when you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what are you putting on it? Oh, it, uh, it's grape jelly it, it all be, the time. I don't know. Sometimes it's raspberry. Sometimes strawberry. You throw raspberry on there. Strawberry, I'm fine with, but you throw raspberry on your PB and J. Yeah. That is so disrespectful yes. to your bread. You are. That is. Wait, are that you, is so disrespectful. Are you a peanut butter the with the peanuts in it, like the crunchy, or no? Smooth. It's got to be smooth. It's got to be smooth. Crunchy peanut butter is gross because, A, when you put it on your bread, it ruins it. It shreds it. You, you could use the softest knife in the world. It's got a little crunch to it, though, when you bite into your That's gross. The you don't want that. Bread. You just want the smooth peanut butter and jelly. That's all you want to taste. You don't want to taste. Crunch. You don't want to taste the nuts and the crunch. Who wants you crunch nuts? You want to taste the nuts. It's what the whole butter is. The peanut butter is all about the flavor. Nobody likes crunched nuts. Nine three one five. What about habanero jams, Al Jane Eric? What's habanero jams? Ooh, never tried that. Is that spicy? No, I have tried like uh, a habanero jelly on uh, certain things with uh, who was it that did like an Aggie roll oh, with the Aggie station? They had a habanero jam that you'd put on it. Oh, it was awesome. Really? Or I put it over like cream cheese, and um, you, you you put some crackers. And some cream cheese with some habanero jelly. Oh, that's really good stuff. Two, Outside of that, I haven't really tried. Two nine four seven. Ajay with the worst take of his career. Homemade raspberry jam is straight up food of the gods. What is going on here? Yes. Also, I agree with nine three one zero. Aggies just missed so many wide open shots and even some easy layups. They did miss a lot of easy layups. Bean did. Horvath missed one. I think Ashworth missed a few. Six seven eight nine. Ajay, you're out of your depth here. I guarantee you. You'll like raspberry jam better. Okay. I need some raspberry jam. Ooh, does Old Gristmill do raspberry jam? Uh, that's a good question. But you know what? I'll take both. I bet they do. I'll that's take 995's two homemade ra- raspberry jam. I'll take Old Gristmill's raspberry jam. I'll throw down a few PB&Js for the company. And we'll have a raspberry jam party. Without nuts? No nuts. Not Nobody free. wants nuts. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. 
Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753 753-7880. Don't know about you, but I adore my dog Winston. However, I don't adore the occasional accident. This is Dow with ChemDry of Northern Utah. With ChemDry's specially formulated pet urine removal treatment, we'll help take care of those unsightly pet stains and odors. Even severely damaged carpets can be saved with ChemDry's revolutionary methods. Pets are part of the family too, so until we can learn to potty train them, calling us is the next best option. ChemDry of Northern Utah's Pet Urine Removal Treatment. ChemDry of Northern Utah, ChemDry of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to The Doug Gottlieb Show. For Lincoln Riley, everyone thinks he's leaving the Oklahoma job that's been the best job in the Big 12. That job just changed. It went from one of the best jobs in the country to a very challenging job. Still great, still working for a good boss, but it's a much more difficult job. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. Couples throughout the state buy their rings from S.E. Needham Jewelers because of our low prices, extensive ring selection, and extraordinary benefits and services with financing available. Go to seneedham.com to learn more. We have many unique and beautiful engagement rings starting at $500. You'll find affordable engagement rings with our integrity price guarantee. This is why we are where Utah gets engaged. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block. At the sign of the clock. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321. Got this text in. Tell AJ that I will personally bring him a jar of Old Grist Mill raspberry jam. Yes. (laughs) See, see, Old Grist Mill is the way, you know, I love it. 9952, my wife's recipe beats Old Grist Mill. Ooh, Eric. Don't they use use the, the Weeks? Weeks uh, raspberry jam, Old Grist Mill. I have no idea. I I do. I don't. I've never Which bought is a Cash Valley product. I've never bought jam at Old Grist Mill. This will be the first time I've ever had jam from Old Grist Mill. I'm excited. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't mean to be. Eric, we need to have a picnic inside my cubicle. I'll make a couple of raspberry peanut butter no nuts jam sandwich, and we will spend some time talking things out and testing these wonderful We're jams. Roll out the checkerboard. And I love Old Grist Mill. Oh my gosh. On the floor. Yeah, we can play some checkers or chess if you want. No, it's like you sit on that. And it's like it's red and white. Oh, like a flannel blanket? Uh, yeah, we a have. A basket? Probably. I'll, I'll bring the basket. Um, yeah. 9315. Do you put bananas on your PB&J? 
I think Elvis was the guy who started the banana peanut butter craze. You know, I do, but you got to be in the mood for that stuff. I'll you be honest, have, I have to be never in the mood. Tried it, it just does not sound appealing. Yeah, it, like I, I've done it a couple of times. If I have like one banana left on the counter, I'm like, I got to get rid of this thing. I'll slice it up and throw it on my uh, my sandwich and chow down. But the banana just Without nuts. It, it no nuts. We don't do no. We we are no nut peanut butter kind of guys. But the the bananas will make the sandwich soggy, and you don't want that. You don't want a soggy sandwich. But old gristmill, dude, oh, man, they do not miss on bread and jam. Oh, they always give you a nice, big, thick slice. Oh, dude, yeah. That's the best part about it. They don't skip. Is when you eat a sandwich, you're full because the bread is thick. And my my favorite part is in the morning, I'll put the bread in the microwave and I'll, like, like warm it up. Microwave instead of the toaster? I'm not a big fan of toasted bread, like toast, because it gets cold so quick. Put it in the microwave though, and it stays warm. Throw some, you know, just throw some jam on it. I put jelly, put the grape jelly on it. I win all the time. I'm a winner, so it's grape jelly for me. Grape. Uh, that's just great. That's just <laughs> that's just great. Great for you. Uh, hey, during the break, you noticed uh, <laughs> a, f- a Mike change Maycock. in the NFL. Yeah, uh, the Raiders sending out a little bit of an overhaul. They, they still need to find a new coach, whether it will be their interim coach who led them to the playoffs. Um, but uh, Mike Mayock, the uh, former GM, also formerly of NFL Network, uh, who did a great job on the NFL Network, he has uh, been a GM since December 31st of 2018. He's been fired. He's been let go. You surprised by that move? I am. Because, dude, like, I mean, this year they were dealing with so much crap, right? You had Gruden and the oust from there. You had, was it the running back who had, uh, was going like 150? Uh, the wide receiver. Yeah, rear-ended a girl, killed her and her dog. Uh, you had another player like a falling week later who was uh, booted off the team because he had photos and videos of him with a bunch of guns making death threats. Like, that's what you were dealing with this year. And you can them. And there's been some really, really weird decisions in the NFL in regards of hirings and firings. Like, Brian Flores got canned. Dude, the guy had a seven-game winning streak. and, and I, That one surprised me. It still gets more me a little bit. And, and the Coley firing, or Colin firing, uh, the Texans head coach. Dude, like, I mean, their management, their organization is in such shambles, and it is so messed up in the office. But they blame the head coach who just did whatever he could to try to keep the pieces together. The organization from falling apart. And you can them after one year. Bad organizations make really dumb decisions and that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Though I I did hear some things about him that uh, he was a long-time assistant. And he got the head coaching job because he'd been a long-time assistant and just never really was seriously considered as a head coach and then things just kind of worked to be, well, we'll just elevate him to be the head coach. So there were always questions about really if he was head coach material, period. But still, I, I don't like that the NFL only gave him one year. Yeah, I mean, uh, Not the NFL, but the the, uh, the Texans only gave him one year. Give him a little bit of time. But that, you're right. Bad organizations make bad decisions all the time. Regularly. Uh, hey, by the way, just the updated net rankings for college basketball. I know Utah State's in a bit of a slump here, but if there's any saving grace, is that they're losing to quality opponents. 
And so they're not really dropping in the net rankings, even though they've lost three out of their four conference games, and all of them have been close. But every conference game they've played has been close, down to the wire. Um, but uh, Wyoming is 27, Colorado State 29, San Diego State 45, Boise State 47, who's in town this week, Fresno State is 54, and Utah State 64. So, I mean, you've got six teams in the top 65. That's solid. But you got to get wins out of those, man. Yeah. Quit letting yes. them be losses. Fix it. And they got another big one coming up. Like Boise State on Thursday night is going to be absolutely massive. That is a massive game for the Aggies at home. They have to win that one, Eric. Have to. Have some kind of momentum going back on the road. I mean, you got Fresno State on Tuesday, tomorrow night. That's going to be a tough one. That's no easy place to team to play right now. They're on a roll. Uh, and then you got Boise State at home. But got to start finding ways to win these games. I mean, but just the thing I think it's frustrating to me is that there have been a lot of close games here in conference play, and they only got one of them, which it, and it shouldn't have been that close. So this team is really struggling to win in tight situations. Um, there's they're not, they're just not there in the clutch. Yeah, exactly. And I again, it doesn't get any easier. Fresno, no. Boise. Um, I mean, it's. <clears throat> These are some tough games. San Diego State's right around the corner. Yeah, that's this a is home a next murderer's week. Row yeah. Here yeah, it is. That they have to go through. Because, look, they're already having struggles at home right now. Um, what are the chances you think they finish with the losing record at home? Uh, it's possible. And I'd, I'd have to look up the last time that happened. But there's a darn good chance to look it up here in the media guide, but there's a darn good chance that could happen because I don't know if they're going to beat San Diego State at home. I don't know if they get Colorado State at home. Boise State's been good. Like They need to start winning some games here inside the spectrum. Really help their image. I guess for a reputation on the yeah, court. I don't know about their image. But okay, sorry. Yeah. Reputation. You know what I meant. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, hey, we got to call another quick timeout here in the full court press. Uh, we'll continue talking about Utah State basketball. Utah Jazz with a nice win last night on the road at Denver. We've got another one tonight, 8.30 in L.A. And then uh, NFL wildcard weekend. There is one more game on the docket. It's tonight. And so we'll update you on what's uh, taken place so far and what the stage looks like for next week um, with some of our surprises and uh, early predictions looking at next week. So we'll talk about that coming up on the Full Court Press. It's the Full Court Press. with Eric Franson, Tanaj Salveson. I will hurt somebody's that's crazy with none from Florida considering Emmett Smith played there. Tim Tebow, one of the greatest college football players Rex, ever. Rex Davis. What? Rex is one of our color guys. Rex Florida. Ryan. Rex Ryan? Is that his name? 9948. Eric, it's Rex freaking Grossman. There we go. Oh, don't even act like you knew, I knew who it was that Rex is. Something. You don't even know who that is. He was a quarterback. Former Rexy Sex. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Riverwoods Conference Center is the center in Cache Valley for business, entertainment, and special events. Whether you're hosting a large or small event, you have the choice of inside with all the new modern interior renovations or outside along the scenic banks of the beautiful Logan River. The Riverwoods is an ideal choice offering seamless planning, easy catering coordination, and will make your event as professional or as beautiful as desired. To book your next event or for more info, visit theriverwoods.com or call 435-750-5151. We'll see you at the Riverwoods.
It's the perfect time to get rid of that old wood stove or put an insert in that old fireplace because the state of Utah's wood stove and fireplace changeout program is back. Advanced Fireplace and Stove says let the government foot the bill up to $3,800 towards your new heat and glow gas insert or fireplace or Vermont casting stove. Do you live in Idaho? No worries. Idaho's changeout program is in full swing. They can assist in the Idaho wood changeout too. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 435-753-3734 or at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions in all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Uh, by the way, San Diego State receiving votes, as is Colorado State in the uh, AP poll. Uh, in the coaches poll, uh, just no cause. So San Diego State is receiving votes. Colorado State is not. Boise State has received one vote. Oh, Colorado State's ranked 23rd. That's why. Um, in the coaches poll. That's why they're not. They're already ranked. That would make sense. Yeah. 9952, I'll drop off jam tomorrow afternoon. Oh. <laughs> May God bless you in today's conquest. 9952. That's awesome. I'm excited. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Uh, Eric, um, kind of wrapping up this this uh, this final hour here, uh, but uh, we'll get into more of Utah State basketball. But, again, Fresno State tomorrow on the road, day off. And then you got Boise State. How tough is this week's stretch now? Well, thankfully, they don't have a game on Saturday. Uh, yeah. They need that to regroup and uh, get a little bit of a breather. Um, this is a really, really tough stretch. I mean, just Colorado for confidence State, issues, Wyoming, you need Fresno, this. Boise, San Diego State. All those are top, top what did I say? Uh, those are 55, top 55 in the net, all of those teams. Just for confidence issues, you need to win. You just need it for confidence, man. Yeah. Right. You're right, because right now it's it just comes down to three days in March, whether Utah State's going to get to the NCAA tournament or not. It's going to find you're, out you're, March, yeah. Your chances of getting an at-large oh, are, they're done. are done. They're slim. They're done. Unless yeah. they all of a sudden win every game from here on out. But um, it, it, you're right. They need to start to gain some momentum and gain confidence in themselves that they can win a close game. Yeah. Because they yes they did that at New Mexico but New Mexico's a bad team they're 191 in the net I get it it was at their place and still it's a confidence booster being able to win on the road like that and the way that they did especially since they were so down early made the right adjustments to come back they've been in these games close they're they're so close to breaking through just uh, little things Ajay. They just need to be dialed up yeah. on this team. And it's simple things. Like that's that's all what you said. It, they're fixable things. Because <laughs> the hustle's there. Yeah, the hustle's there. The effort's there. It's just make an open layup. Make a freeze throw. Make a wide open three. Uh, defensively, I think they're doing all right. It's just the offensive portion. They cannot score, especially when they need to. That's where the issue's coming in right now. 
Uh, coming up next hour, we'll get into the uh, NFL Wild Card Weekend. I don't want to talk about it. We're not talking about it. Before we do that, we just want to remind you that Napa Auto Parts has uh, lots of parts and uh, services, really, with their great staff to uh, take care of your vehicle. Whether you're working on your own car or somebody else's, they've got the parts that can uh, help make sure that it runs properly. They've got five locations from Preston to Providence. They're all locally owned, so great people who care about you and want to make sure it's done right. Go check out Napa Auto Parts, and they sponsor the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment coming up here in just a moment. And that, uh, coming up next hour, we'll get into the NFL Wild Card Weekend and uh, the Utah Jazz getting back and to their what? old selves. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If it wasn't evident enough throughout the season, this weekend's wildcard games proved just how hard it is to beat an elite quarterback. The Bengals took down the Raiders thanks to some amazing throws by Joe Burrow. The Bills embarrassed the Patriots behind Josh Allen. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers cruised to a win over the Eagles, and Patrick Mahomes led the Chiefs to a big win against the Steelers. Football's a team game, but the quarterbacking position is so important. In the playoffs, everything moves faster. Decisions need to be made quicker that doesn't affect elite quarterbacks they seem to take their game to the next level in those situations but it puts a lot of pressure on quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones those quarterbacks may be able to win regular season games but none of those offenses are designed to keep up with the NFL's elite QBs we saw a lot of parity throughout the NFL regular season but wildcard weekend served as a quick reminder not all playoff quarterbacks are created equal I'm Dan Patrick and this is above the noise And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Remember all those big dreams you used to have and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by at their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. PTA can help enrich your child's life and learning experience. Join us today. The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Fox Sports! And here's...
here's what you need to know. Still over an hour away from kickoff of the final game of Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. It's Arizona at the L.A. Rams. Winner goes to Tampa Bay Sunday 3 p.m. for the divisional round. Cardinals running back James Conner returns from a rib injury. Defensive lineman J.J. Watt is off injured reserve. He'd had shoulder surgery this season. Rams are playing safety Eric Weddle, who was retired for two years, but they've got a couple injuries at safety. This is a Rams team that started the season 7-1. and Cardinals started the year 7-0, and neither as good in the second half of the season. The Raiders fired general manager Mike Mayock. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to practice tomorrow despite a sprained shoulder and the thumb injury. 49ers linebacker Fred Warner could play next weekend despite yesterday's sprained ankle. Bucks tackle Tristan Wirfs is in a walking with an ankle injury. NBA Cleveland beat Brooklyn today. I'm Steve DeSager. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> So. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Stockton open three. The high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the thirty. The twenty five makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Ajay Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, Ajay, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome on in to another edition of the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here. Uh, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yes. Uh, great opportunity to reflect upon his great legacy, you things know, he, that he stood for, and the changes that uh, came as a result of what he preached. There's a really cool story. Well, I don't know if it's a story. Uh, so, <clears throat> have you ever seen the Netflix documentary thing of, uh, or documentary thing of uh, David uh, Letterman's My Next Guest Is? He has, he has a, I don't know if it was Jay-Z or President Obama on, but David tells a story that during when they were, uh, the, uh, there was the march, and I think it was led by, uh, by Lewis. Gosh, I can't remember his name now. It's embarrassing. But he, he said, you know, the worst part was that I was in the Bahamas during that. Like when I should have been marching and supporting these people, I was in the Bahamas on a vacation. And he said, he always felt bad about that. And I, th- it's crazy because, you know, we, all these people, we all celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. People even get it off the day from work. But what are we doing about it? Like, are we carrying on his legacy? Because I feel like, and I don't mean to get political here, but I feel like we are further away than we should be. Like, we f- we're further away than we were 10 years ago. Like, we all of a sudden took 20 steps backwards. And, and it's both ways, by the way, too. It's both ways. There's issues, but, um, God, it just doesn't seem to, I mean, just should be a day of celebration, but it's also a day of reminder of how long of a ways we all have right now. 
to so get a lot of work to do. Oh my gosh, not yeah. even close. And I, and you know we should all uh, take a closer look at what he what he preached because he was all about you know using nonviolent means to get your point across. Yeah, and to. And that, and and that included and that included his group too, like yeah. the blacks. He even told them like you can do things and present a message without throwing sticks, breaking into buildings, busting cars. Like you can go march. Now, if the police don't let you march, then we got an issue. But you can do it by using your voice and protesting without being violent. And I, that is still we are not even close to recapturing that message, which is the saddest damn thing i could honestly say that that sucks well i think certainly a year and a half ago it, it got bad it, real bad oh it was but horrible i think that things have improved i think it was horrible that i was even scared too i was scared for my own life i gotta be honest like, i wasn't comfortable walking around being out with people and because you know that that the the way things were last year in the situation that it was you walk around and people will sometimes just look at you and they'll be like it wasn't because they knew me because they didn't it was you know, I'm sure there was stuff going through on through their head. So uh, I've, I mean, and I, like I said, I've had a lot of personal experiences with racism, and, and they all suck. <laughs> uh, and they've dealt with both officers and just general people, and it's and it's both been frightening, scary, saddening, and depressing, and frustrating. But uh, I think if we get if we get to a point where we can actually support one another, um, I, yeah, I, I think we can we can come a long ways from where we're at. So. Yeah, anyways, that's that's that. Yeah, hopefully you've taken a moment today. Uh, instead of just using it as a day off to go play and recreate, um, just to take a moment and to reflect back on kind of his legacy, yeah. what he stood for, and uh, his message, really. Yeah. No. Hey, 5253, our Gil text line is open, 435-339-0321. 5253. I was at the game Saturday, and I had to ask myself when they were going to start playing. It appeared like we had Wyoming six points ahead start before we realized there was a game going on. I don't like that we had to take time to shake off the rust before we get going. I want to see a team ready to go, eager to compete from tip-off, not after we spot the opponent's back-to-back threes. That has been a common problem yeah. with this with this team right now. They had a slow start at New Mexico. Uh, they jumped out a little bit on Colorado State, and then they stalled. And then they had to claw back into that one, uh, trailing for stretches uh, against Wyoming as well. Yeah, there's, they're not a fast starting team, and they just don't don't maintain that. That sucks too, and that's cost them a couple of games, Eric. When you're getting off the slow starts and you have to rely on the dramatics to catch back up, then you're playing just foot and foot race with with Wyoming, which that shouldn't be happening inside your house. If it happens at Wyoming, I get it, but not at your own place. Jake Ellis, he's our beat writer for Cash Valley oh, Daily man, he's following awesome. Utah State. And uh, Coach Odom had a presser today. We'll hear more of his comments tomorrow. But talking about these slow starts, uh, Coach Odom apparently said today, we've gotten off to a slow start in the conference from a shooting perspective. I think we've got good shooters taking the right shots. I don't think we're taking bad shots. We do shoot threes. 41% of our shot attempts usually come from three. During conference play, that number has come down. But we've still found ways to be in the games and have a chance to win each one of them while not shooting it well. There's certainly a silver lining there, but still, can we get a little better on defense? Can we rebound a little better? Can we get to the free throw line and keep others off the free throw line? We're right there. Just got to stay with it. Can't get discouraged about the results that have happened. 
But here's some numbers. Jake Ellis broke this down. Um, the Looking at three-point shooting specifically for Utah State, um, in non-conference games, USU averaged 9.85 made three-pointers per game. And they were shooting 38%. In the first four games of conference play, it has dropped to 3.75 made three-pointers per game on 18.9% shooting percentage. That is a drastic difference. And, I mean, he's right. Can you get a stop on defense and can you make free throws? Can we make shots? I mean, honestly, can we make a shot? That's that's where my concern is right now. The Aggies were averaging 85.8 point per game, and now they're down to 69.5. So the offensive output is not not happening right now for Utah State. No, no, not at all. That's frustrating, man. That's and that's just so angry. I just yeah. Um and you know, I are they there? Yeah, sure. Are they all are they close? I mean, are the games competitive? Yeah. You shouldn't be losing to Air Force and you shouldn't lose to Wyoming at home. Is Wyoming a good team? Yeah, but you're better than them at home. Shouldn't lose those kind of games. I was just uh, doing some research, Eric. The Aggies, uh, they got Boise State on Thursday at home. They got San Diego State at home on thir- next week, next Saturday, I believe. Uh, and then they uh, they get Colorado State, Nevada. Excuse me. Well, wow. uh, Colorado State, Nevada, and I think they they're supposed to still be playing San Jose State at home in a makeup game. Don't know which of those they win, but they haven't had a losing record at home. Since 1981-82 when they went 3-9. and nine. And right now they're at 3-3. Three and three. They're 500. Sorry, so they haven't had a 500 or worse record at home since 81-82. They've been above 500 every year since 81-82. And this year they might hit 500. Might. <clears throat> Air Force game <clears throat> lost by two. New Mexico win by three. Colorado State end up losing by five, but that was a one possession yeah, game for yeah. the very end. Yeah, absolutely. Free throw. Wyoming, yeah. two point game. They are all of these games are really, really tight. But they're one and three in these close games. Just gotta figure out how to win in the clutch. And not even get it. Why does some of these games shouldn't have even been that close? No. Oh, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. And that's what scares me. That's what worries me the most. Like New Mexico could come into our place and be like, look. We go out there and play this game, we're going to beat them. Because they have, like, there are so many holes and weaknesses in this Utah State basketball team. Let's be honest with each other, Eric. And they're glaring. But, they, but they're fixable, too, which is good. And they've got the coaching staff and the players to fix them. It's just right, good. I don't, you can't change personnel at this no, point. No. So it's how do you best utilize that personnel? Yeah. What's the game plan? It's the game plan, yeah. 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in on our Guild Mortgage text line today, I uh, talked a lot about the Aggies last hour. You can feel free to continue to chime in and, and uh, contribute to that. Raspberry Jam, hate it, love it, need it, want it. I want it. I, you know, uh, I love, you know, man. Is I, there I love, a jam flavor that doesn't get respect that we haven't talked about? Yeah, grape jam. We talked about grape. It's not, it doesn't get the respect, though. Raspberry, strawberry. I even threw in an orange marmalade. Okay, that just... I don't... I can't diss it until I try it because that's your motto in life. But that just sounds horrible. It's delicious. 6891, raspberry all the way. Okay, what is this raspberry man, love? everybody's jumping what in What is the man. raspberry love? 
You're a Raspberry guy, Eric. Nine nine five two, uh, two nine four seven. Ryan six seven eight nine. In. Who's Ryan? Ryan texted in. Yeah. Um, Raspberry Jam is the way to go. I've been told. Okay, but yes. let me ask you: Do you put the jam like on bread, or do you put it on a roll? Do I need to do it by rolls or by? Because I'm a roll guy. Okay, so that's an interesting question. Does your choice of gluten uh, affect which jam or jelly that you use? Like, if you're put, if you're using a like a sourdough bread, <laughs> or are you using a, a French roll versus a soft a Rhodes roll? See, that's what I am. But okay, I mean, but does it I matter? want I want my rolls warm, and then I'm gonna throw the jam on there. No butter. Just jam. We don't do butter. Hot buns. Give me the hot buns. No nuts. Just hot buns. Five two five three. I bought an apple jam the other day that was actually surprised me with how good it was. Really? Apple jam, huh? I had some apple spread. I guess I'd call it a jam. <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> What the fetch? It was more that? like a jelly. I don't know what it was, but it was in Eastern Europe and I Spread <laughs> jam. Sure. I don't know what it was. Uh, they found interesting ways to use apples. There, okay, so. six eight nine one raspberry all the way. That's all I ate growing up. Jalapeno jam. Oh, now you're pushing my limits. I should try it, but you're pushing my limit there. Piranhas or five four five two raspberry peach jam for the win. Ras. Oh, Ooh, do you do a fusion? No, two different kinds. No. No, absolutely not. Cranberry, raspberry? See, that sounds absolutely like death. <laughs> I would rather swallow a boiled hot cup of water than eat, what did you just say? Cranberry, raspberry? Cran raspberry? Oh, no. 6891 jalapeno jam. Okay, what is this jalapeno jam? Oh. Is it sweet or is it spicy? I've had some that's sweet. Jalapeno with jam that's sweet? Just a little bit of heat with it. Yeah. And it comes out okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. 9952. Going to hook us up with some homemade garden side jam. I am stoked about that. I'm going to have to go buy me some rolls at Angie's, bring them over, and we're going to have to have a little picnic here, Eric. On-air picnic. We'll call it the Raspberry Jam Show. Mmm, yummy. Mm. That sounds good to me. Okay. Okay. All right, hey, so are uh, you most stoked about the uh, Raspberry Jam or over the uh, NFL Divisional Games coming up? Um, I think all of them suck. <laughs> You're not bitter, are you? I am. Like, how does my Patriots defense not come to play? How do we not come to play against Buffalo on the road? It was now for the Patriots, it was their what? First wild card playoff game on the road, I believe, since 06. It's when they played the Broncos on the road, no, 05, when they played Denver on the road there and got shellacked. Chan Bailey's nearly 100 yard reception return. I think it's the last time they played on the road. I don't know. But, dude, they just didn't show up. The Bills scored a touchdown on every single possession. 
They didn't kick a field goal. They didn't punt. They got everything they wanted. And, like, I mean, in our defensive backs, like, you're guarding them, you're face guarding them, the receiver puts a hand to your chest, you, you pee down your leg, you fall on your face, and you embarrass yourself in front of your mom, your dad, your family, your friends, national TV, and your ex-girlfriend who just left you for the receiver who just caught the touchdown on you. Like, you embarrassed yourself in front of your dog. I mean, and then and then you got your linebacker coming in for a tackle. You know, he soils his diaper, and he misses the tackle, and he's, like, right there. Okay, so which was, which was more surprising, the way that the Patriots' defense played against the Bills or how the Cowboys just missed overall on their opportunity to The way the Patriots played against the Bills. Nobody saw the Bills beating the Patriots or being up 27 to nothing in the second quarter. Nobody saw that. I had no clue the Patriots wouldn't show up like that. I mean, we're playing the we're playing the freaking bird box challenge defensively. <laughs> we're like blindfolding ourselves. You know, and, and, and trying to tackle people that are 40 yards down the field. We're guarding people, and there's nobody to guard because the receiver's 20 yards behind you. And you're like, hey, I'm playing zone here. I got him, coach. He's already in the end zone, shaking his legs and his arms and his booty. It was a great weekend for bandwagon fans. Oh, like, screw there, that. No, just there are a lot of people who love to cheer against the Cowboys, who love to cheer against the Patriots. And it worked out for both. It did. It did. Now, 6543, Eric. Dallas needs to switch divisions. They had a way e- or a way too easy schedule to be playoff battle ready. They can't blame the refs. They destroyed themselves with penalties. And I would agree. A lot of penalties. There, there was a lot of penalties. Well, and some really weird decision making and what the personnel were doing on the field late. The in, question is in that game, how that ended was just embarrassing. Well, it, oh, it was it was so odd, wasn't it? In fact, the penalties, Eric. What was what was the penalty total? Let's see. There it is. Uh, dude, the Cowboys had 14 penalties for 89 yards. Three of them were in like the final two minutes. Niners had nine penalties for 58, 58 yards. yards. 14, yeah. Not good. Oh, we got a couple of texts in here, by the way. Uh, my man, Terrell Baldwin, Coach Baldwin texted in, Choke Cherry Jam cannot be beaten. Choke Cherry? What's that? Okay. You gotta let me know what that is. Uh six two one one homemade apricot jam. Ooh. Wow. Homemade apricot jam. Bit of the tart? Mm. Okay. Is that sour or tart? Is that or is that the same thing? Uh kind of What does tart mean? Like hard and choppy? No. Kind of sour. Yeah. I I'd be okay with a sour jam. As long as it ain't spicy. 9315, bandwagon fans moving to the Buccaneers don't help OJ. Okay, well, you know what? We're ready for the playoffs. We are excited. We had a great win against the Eagles. I think we have a shot here against uh, whoever the fetch it's going to be. We'll find out after tonight's game. Rams, Cardinals. 2787, it sounds like you're talking about Dallas. Those idiots forgot to get out of bed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Like, and, 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 and here's the thing. The final play for Dallas, I'm okay with you running a quarterback draw, but you got to understand that the umpire's got to stand where he's at. Right, he's not going to catch up to you. just wasn't there. You run 20 yards downfield, 
slide, and then hand the ball to the center? <laughs> the center can't spot the yeah, ball? Yeah, dude. Like, if you're going to run, run six yards, sp- give the ball to the ref, flick it to him, he'll spot it, you spike it, or you got time for one more play. You can't run 20 yards downfield, turn around, and then spot the ball yourself. And did you hear his comments yesterday, by the way? He's got a fine coming. So a reporter asked him about the uh, stuff that they were throwing, the fans were throwing onto the field, and he thought they were throwing it at players. Who who who's responding? Oh, sorry, Dak Prescott. Okay. So Dak Prescott gets the question of, "Hey, what did you think about the fans throwing stuff onto the field?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's dangerous. You know, our players go out there and battle their butts every day, and they try to play their very best, and sometimes it doesn't work out, and you know, and you know, but they got to respect us for what we're doing." And then the reporter corrects him and says, "Well, no, they were throwing it at the refs." And he goes, "Oh." Well, serves him right. <laughs> no. Come on. That's what he said. He said that on the press uh. conference. Dude, Dak, you know the situation and be better. Dallas blew that game. And you know yes. what? Here's the other thing to it. Dallas is never going to win a Super Bowl again with Jerry Jones as the, as the owner. They got to get him out. They got to get him out of there. New blood, new life. Find someone who has a better knowledge of what today's game is. He wants to be the owner and the GM and in the coaching room. Can't do it, man. No. He wants to be the one taking interviews and, like, no. I don't see Robert Kraft walking down and being like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll take the questions today, people. Go ahead and fire at me. I'm the I'm the coach. It's because he's not available. He's at some massage parlor down Oh, my hell. What the fetch is your problem? What is your deal? You seriously, we're mourning the death of a Patriots season, and you come out with that crap? <laughs> oh, don't don't start laughing. Oh, don't even. The fetch is your problem. That's gross. You you're, you disgust uh, me. Here, here's what Mike McCarthy had to say about that final. Oh, this play. ought to be good. I've never seen that come down. You know the way it came down. You know as far as the collision between the umpire and the quarterback. Uh, you know we were um, you know we we're you know trying to get inside the thirty yard line. To set up the last play, uh, the mechanics were intact. I felt from our from our end of it, um, the communication that I was given on the sideline that uh, they were reviewing it. They were going to put you know time back on the clock, and um, the next thing I know, that uh, they're running off the field. Is Mike McCarthy is his middle name secretly Steve Adazio? Don't, dude. <laughs> He also had some words to say about fans being disappointed. I know they're disappointed, uh, but you know we're disappointed too. We, we, we put a tremendous amount into this. Uh, we clearly felt that you know uh, you, you know this is a game you have to you, you have to get the first one. Obviously, you know being captain, obvious, but the first one in my experience is always the hardest one, uh, especially when it's your first time through. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I got to go find this tweet. Um. They've only won, what, three playoff games in the last, how long, 20 years? Uh, we were in 2001. Yeah, it's about that. Colin Kaepernick has more playoff wins than the Dallas <coughs> Cowboys. It's not good. No, it's not. Okay, so to you, Eric, and our listeners, text into our from our listeners because I want to hear from you. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. With the way the wild card games went and the matchups that they set up now, does it all change your thought or prediction of who's going to be in the Super Bowl? 
Okay, since it on uh, this Saturday, Cincinnati at Tennessee. By the way, these games will be on our station, 1069 The Fan. Yeah, it was fun listening oh, to these dude. over this weekend. They killed it. Yeah, They're great, so good. Great broadcast crews. Cincinnati at, tennis, at uh, tennis, Tennessee, 2.30 Mountain Time. Derrick Henry is going to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's major. Uh, San Francisco at Green Bay, 6.15. Uh, and then Tampa Bay will get the winner of... Arizona and St. Louis tonight's game. That'll be uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday on NBC. And then Buffalo at Kansas City on CBS. That's the game to watch, in my mind. That is the game. I, I think that Tampa, excuse me, I think that Green Bay, you to get the right bay. I think Green Bay takes care of business. San Francisco's dinged up. Um, and really, Jimmy got lucky. Like that offense got lucky they didn't get torched, and so the defense. Like I mean, they I mean uh, Jimmy threw a bad pick. San Francisco won that game on, in the trenches. Yes, good point. Yeah. Does Cincinnati have a chance against Tennessee? Joe Burrow's a gamer. <laughs> Did they play out of their but minds against Las that's Vegas? A, that's a good defensive front at Tennessee, and with Derrick Henry coming back, there's going to be some extra emotional mojo. I don't know that they get past Tennessee. Buffalo at Kansas City. Oh, man. I mean, if Josh Allen plays like he did this weekend, I have a hard time not picking Buffalo. But, but Kansas City can match like, it point for point. I, I like Kansas City with the rest, and uh, they've. I, I think they're more dialed in now. Uh, well, I mean, they played last night against Pittsburgh and, and beat them. But. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they took care of business against against the Steelers, so I think that um, I think it'll be Kansas City. Yeah, so I like Kansas City over Buffalo. One, because it's an arrowhead, and Josh Allen on the road, it's not great. Uh, two, Kansas City can match offensively the power that Buffalo has. Yes. Uh, I like Green Bay at, uh, against San Francisco. One, it's at home. B, it's Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback. It's just not going to happen. Tennessee at Cincinnati, I'm going with the upset. I like Joe mm. Burrow's confidence, swag, and what how that has uh, been kind of streamed in, into the team as well. I love what Cincinnati's doing. I like Cincinnati at Tennessee mm. for the big upset. Uh, six five four three is Henry back a hundred percent? I don't think he's a hundred percent. I don't think he's hundred percent. No, but even like a sixty percent, Derrick Henry, you'll take right. You'll take 60% of Derrick Henry to put through you, set up a play-action game. Because Tannehill in the play-action game is really good. If Tannehill doesn't have a running back, it's it's dicey. But Tannehill with Henry behind him s- sets up so much. Even the threat. Of, oh, my of gosh. Henry. A decoy even at that. Yeah, he's going to play a big role early. Now, how well they adjust to that as the game goes on, it would be different. But uh, I found the tweet that I was thinking of. Okay. Playoff wins in the past 25 seasons. Okay, 25 seasons. Jake DeLome has five. Trent Dilfer has five. Mark Sanchez, Brad Johnson, Colin Kaepernick, and Nick Foles all have four. The Dallas <laughs> Cowboys, as an organization, has three in the past 25 seasons. So 25 years, that takes us back to 96? <laughs> That's when they went to the NFC Championship that and lost to Green Bay. really embarrassing. Three wins since then, huh? 
Have they? And they haven't won a playoff game since 06, have they? Or did they? Did they win during the Tony Romo era? A playoff game. When was the Des Bryant uh, catch not a catch game versus Green Bay? Was that in the NFC Championship game? Uh, you know, I, maybe that was in the NFC Champ. I can't remember when that was. I don't remember. It. You know, when Dallas loses, America wins. <laughs> Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in, what was the game to watch, uh, or which which outcome? Maybe we should put it that way. Which which outcome surprised you the most mm. in the NFL Wild Card Weekend? And then predictions for tonight: Cardinals Rams. That's a big one. Yeah, Ooh, I think that's it is a, a good big game. matchup. Uh, that's the. I don't. Are we going to have that? I don't know. If no, we have a Jazz game at eight. We do have it on the schedule. We so do. We'll start at six, and then I guess the Jazz. We'll have to join. Well, I don't know. They got cut out of that early. This Jazz game is at eight thirty, so pregame at eight twenty. That NFL game. Here it is. Thirty yards. Field goal for the win. Snaps down. Kicks it up, and it is. Hello, this is David Locke. <laughs> Ron Boone. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> we'll have the the NFL game at six, and the Jazz pregame at eight twenty here on the fan. We are talking with Jeff at Daryl's Appliance. Why does Northern Utah choose Daryl's when they need to repair their appliances? Our customers trust us to get the job done right. We have been repairing appliances for over 52 years. We also have our Under One Roof loyalty program where we discount the trip charge when you decide to buy new instead of the repair. Plus, our service calls and parts are guaranteed. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open till 6 p.m. on weekdays and 5 on Saturdays. You've heard a lot of chatter lately about job openings. Job seekers like you have a lot to choose from. Who has the best pay, benefits, and work environment? Here's your answer, Homestead Cabinet. If you want to work for a company with outstanding pay, monthly profit share, great benefits, four-day weekends, an awesome work environment, and you get a whole week off every two months, Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good, hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.com. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752 752- 9493. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary and we could be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and Southern Idaho. or online at alpinehomemedical.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. 435-339-0321. Hey, Eric, uh, this whole Rudy Gobert versus Donovan Mitchell thing. 
Is it something to be concerned about again? Are we back to 2021? Or are we we okay? I mean, give me your thoughts. Tom Mitchell. I don't Reed know Go- what you're talking about. Is there a rift? A supposed rift again? Yeah. So Rudy Gobert makes some comments uh, after he makes his return to the NBA saying he's questioning the defense. Like how bad, you know, the defense is not good. It's not championship contending defense. And then brings up an example like Devin Booker. And he says what Devin Booker does as a guard playing defense is what championship teams do. Ooh. Donovan Mitchell, who had also called out the team after their loss to Detroit, says championship teams can't do this night in and night out. This is why, and he says, we are fooling ourselves if we think we're a championship team. Then he gets a little smart with Rudy Gobert's comment and says, well, that's what he thinks. I guess that's his opinion. That's cool. So he's not entirely thrilled. So here we go again. Are you Team Gobert or are you Team Mitchell through all of this that's been going on? Well, I'm Team Jazz. I'm, sometimes you can make those statements as, as being kind of self-reflecting, not pointing fingers at anyone specifically, but sometimes they are meant to uh, throw some shade at somebody without saying names. Uh, but but the, it's clear the Jazz, without Rudy Gobert, are a vastly different team. And they have proven <clears throat> that they cannot play good defense without their anchor in the middle. Rudy Gobert is more than just uh, a shot blocker on defense. He's also helped uh, significantly in how they run their offense. Uh, Rudy Gobert is the more important piece to the Utah Jazz and their future success, current or future success, than Donovan Mitchell is. Donovan Mitchell, for me, is more important to their future. You need so in this league, you need somebody who can score. And Donovan Mitchell can score. Now, the problem is they can't play defense. You're absolutely right. They, they can't play a lick of defense right now. And that is a problem. Well, they play great uh, second-half defense against the Denver. Nuggets. Yeah, they play great against Denver. Only yeah, allowed 14 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I would agree there. Locked it down. But, they yeah, there's things that need to be improved for this uh, Jazz squad. They need to learn how to play solid defense with Rudy Gobert off the floor. Because with Rudy on the floor, the Jazz are amazing in the plus-minus. As soon as he steps off, it's bad. it goes the total opposite direction. 679, Donovan is turning into a diva, and he's quite and he's not quite got the superstar power for it. I like Rudy's attitude better. I like it. All right. Rudy was a plus 36 last amazing. night. It's amazing. It's amazing. Donovan you? was a minus four. You know, and, and Brian Windhorst had, uh, and, and I know it's Brian Windhorst, but he had tweeted out uh, some that sources were saying that Dama Mitchell wants to go be a part of a bigger market, that he doesn't like the small market size. You buy that? I don't know. I don't know that I buy that. Donovan has been, uh, I mean, he's been a model citizen. I mean, <laughs> with the Utah Jazz organization, and he's been great about trying to uh, highlight and showcase Utah as a great destination location to come play and be a part of a winning franchise. But the guy grew up in the New York Metro. I mean, there's always going to be a call to go back to something like that. And then I, 
Tonight you've got the Lakers on ESPN, 8 o'clock. NBA TV. NBA TV. Yeah. It's in L.A. It's on a back-to-back. You like our chances? Connolly did play last night, so I don't know if that means he plays tonight. Um, you mean the way the Lakers are playing? Yes, I, I like the Jazz chances. I'm looking at their uh, injury report, see who's available tonight. And Jared Butler's out. Hassan Whiteside is out. Both of them in health and safety protocols. And then Elijah Hughes is questionable. He just returned to competition, uh, competition reconditioning. So they have Mike Connolly as available. That's good. They're going to need him against the Lakers. I mean, and this is an aging Lakers team. I get it. Um, they're also having health issues on their end. Team chemistry issues on their end. But I think this is a game that Jazz should win and win easily. Don't let LeBron get in the rhythm. Don't give him open dunks. Don't give him confidence. Um, they, they should be fine. They're more talented than the Lakers team on paper. Yeah. And they need a win, too. They, they just need to build up a winning streak once again. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, has, this is something that he had to say. He says, to finally be back, have most of our guys back, to have a practice and to sit down and watch we're able to talk, and we know what to say to each other. So the the communication is improving for the Utah Jazz, at least on the court, how they play. So, uh, look, uh, are there issues between those two guys? I don't know. I don't know if I really care either, as long as they play well on the court and know what their roles are, what they need to do to get the win. But they can't be taking shots at each other. Yeah, you can't be doing that, though. <laughs> it was pretty funny listening to the Devin Booker comment. I'm pretty sure that pissed off Donovan a little bit. <laughs> She's sitting there complimenting Booker over Donovan. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> It'd be like you being like, yeah, you know, Mitch Chandler always brought it. You know, Mitch Chandler was the best. Always gave us his best game. <laughs> Came up in clutch moments. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Mitchell. I mean, he, had, he put thirty-one on yeah. the board last night. Yeah, he played great. Uh, Two six zero three. I heard LeBron was willing to trade Westbrook for a cardboard stand-up if Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan cardboard might shoot better than Westbrook. That's the crazy part. What is, what is LeBron's timeline, Eric, for the Lakers? They're starting to lose. They're starting to kind of falter a little bit. I don't know if you have the standings right there, but I do. Get, we're currently in the ninth position. Well, they're they're tied with Minnesota, and I guess by the standings, number of games played, they're kind of technically tied with the Clippers as well. I don't see them being above sixth place right now. No. Do no. Do you think they're twenty one and twenty two right now? And what's sixth place? Denver. We're at twenty two and twenty. Oh, they're close. Yeah, they're close. Maybe, I mean, so they could probably shoot up to fourth place. Denver? Yeah. No, no, no. L.A. Lakers. Uh, I don't know that they go much farther than where they're at. 
So what does this do to the timeline of LeBron? Is he like, dude, I'm done with this. We suck. I'm tired of losing like this. Because, I mean, dude, this is really, this Laker stage, besides the 2020 bubble championship, this Laker stage has not been kind to him. And it's getting worse. Uh, I think it's been okay to him. I don't. I mean, he got a championship with him in the bubble, though, dude. Yeah, I mean, still. I, I, even if the Jazz would have won it, I don't think I would have counted it. Oh, you would have counted? No, I wouldn't have. I would have been like, dude, this is this is fake. It doesn't even feel real. It, like none of it felt real. I yeah, I. I, I, I think LeBron's about there, though. And yeah, LeBron's dealing with Melo, Westbrook, and it's his fault. Davis, and Davis is healthy for like 30% of the games. Westbrook, Which is, we've known for his entire yeah. NBA career. I mean, Westbrook's mentally there for like 5% of the games. And Carmelo's there physically for like 6% of the games. I mean, it's an issue. Who's their head coach? Is that Frank Vogel? Yeah. Yeah, see, that just sucks. <clears throat> so... Uh, Portland Trailblazers. Donovan, or not Donovan. Um, Could be Donovan. No. Not Donovan. I'm going to trade him. Damian hey. Lillard uh, has, has needed to go undergo a, a surgery for his abdominal yep. issue. But um, they're also getting back. Uh, oh, I can't think of names today. Uh, their other guard. CJ? Yeah, CJ McCollum, who had a collapsed lung. Uh, he's actually started to come back. So just as they get one guy back, not that they were, they had Damien and they just now are losing him. He's been out of games for a while, but uh, they're they're at risk of not making the playoffs. Sacramento Kings might bump them out of the playoffs. It might be that play-in game. What uh, did you hear about Durant? Dude, he's out for four to six weeks. What's wrong with him? Uh, sprained something in the knee. It was like some big word, but he's out for four to six weeks. So he's out for another month now. Like, they just can't stay healthy in Brooklyn, man. This is a problem. That's why they have the big three. Is that going to be good enough to keep them alive in the Eastern Conference? Uh, well, they're currently in third. Well, they're tied with the Heat at uh, with the same record. So Kay. tied for second. A game behind the Bulls. That's weird to hear. Yeah, how about Chicago? Yeah, the dude, number one team in the East. That's just freaking weird to hear. Uh, we need to take a time out here in the full court press. Uh, let's find out about the weekend that was throughout the Mountain West. You've heard us talking a lot about the Aggies, but what about other games and uh, games being rescheduled and things like that? We'll find out from the Mountain West if they look in there. And then uh, when we come back, the, as we mentioned, the Jazz have a game tonight against the L.A. Lakers. We'll look at some of the matchups and storylines going to that one. Uh, 8.30 tip-off. We'll have pregame at 8.20 here on The Fan. This is your Mountain West Basketball Update with Nate Kreckman. Wyoming had some rust to knock off Saturday in Logan, and did they ever do it? Cowboys get their first Mountain West win in dramatic fashion at Utah State. E.K. in deep. E.K. off the glass. Got it! With 3.3 seconds to play. Graham E.K. the left off the glass. Reese Monaco with the call for Learfield. Graham E.K. a game-high 23 points, including that game winner. And Wyoming knocks off the Aggies 71-69 in their first game since Christmas Day. Hunter Maldonado adds 21. Wyoming 12-2 on the year, now 1-0 in conference. Also Saturday, 
Saturday, Colorado State right back on track since their first loss of the year. David Roddy and the Rams cruise at San Jose State. 17-8 CSU, Roddy top of the key, fakes the three, drives left down the lane, tomahawk dunk! Brian Roth from Learfield, only six points for Roddy, but he adds 11 rebounds and six assists. And CSU wins big, 78-42. The Rams now 13-1 on the year. They've won three of four against Mountain West opponents. Nevada at Air Force Saturday. Big road win for the Wolfpack behind 21 points from junior Grant Sherfield. Foster, outside left of center. Sherfield, left side three. Got it! John Ramey, courtesy of Learfield, 75-68 in favor of Nevada. That's their eighth win of the season. One more from Saturday, Boise State goes into the pit and beats New Mexico 71-63 as Marcus Shaver leads the way with 18 points. Friday, impressive performance from Fresno State as the Bulldogs knock off UNLV at the Thomas and Mack. Holland open in the corner for three. That's fouled and he made it. A four-point play opportunity for Holland. Paul Leffler from Learfield. That's one of three triples hit by Anthony Holland in the win. 16 points for the junior and win number 12 for Fresno State, 73-68. And that's your Mountain West basketball update. I'm Nate Crackman. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done, and either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, I, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware. And in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victim's data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Eric Franson, I.J. Salveson here on the Full Court Press. A Valvoline instant oil change. Oh, it's back. It never went away. Oh, sweet. You're back. That's the only thing that's <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> They're now open at 695 North Main and Logan. Quick, clean, easy. That's how it should be when it comes to an oil change. So stop in today. Hey, don't forget, um, while you're getting your Valvoline instant oil change, head over for the Ridgeline Mountain Crest girls game. Turn it on the radio. Uh, we'll be only uh, video streamed on Cash Valley Daily. Okay, so video stream it. Maybe even go to the game and turn on a radio and, and, and listen to the game while you're watching the game. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Won't be on the radio. Oh, wait, that. it's only stream. That's what you said. <laughs> yes, it's going to be video streamed on Cash Valley Daily. <laughs> <laughs> man, like talking to a wall. In here. Shut up. I, dude, I've been gone for five days, man. I'm a little rusty. It's hard to. The look you just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting more off. But we're doing a Cash Valley Media Group Region 11 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. And tomorrow it'll be Ridgeline versus Mountain Crest. Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger will be there to provide the play-by-play. Full video uh, broadcast of it on cashvalleydaily.com. So you can watch that on your 
uh, desktop, your tablet, your mobile device. Or Don't listen on the radio. It won't be there. Yeah. Unless you turn it up really, really loud on your phone. Can you imagine? You have the game. Like, you're at the game. You turn up on CashValleyDaily.com full blast. <laughs> you're listening to Nick Zollinger in delay. <laughs> Call the game. When you're 30 seconds delayed. <laughs> I should do that. So How much would you pay me to go do that? I'll dress up in a weird costume or whatever. <laughs> Just turn up Nick full blast and Dave Simmons. Oh, gosh. It'll be a free throw, and you'll hear Dave. You'll hear Dave go, and she goes to the rim. Lip is no good. You hear Nick scream, "Oh!" As a girl lets it go on a free throw. Because it's on a big <laughs> it's delay. It's on a delay. Would uh, you pay me to do that? Um, no, I would pay you not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Lakers Jazz tonight. What do you got? Uh. I- I go with the Jazz. Uh, just having Rudy Gobert back, you can just, I mean, just look at what happened last night in Denver, how much of a difference that makes. Uh, the Lakers are in a shambles right now. Um, the game's on NBA TV for those who want to tune in. Jazz are five-point favorites. I like the Jazz by, like, probably closer to eight or nine. I think the Jazz cover easily. I just think the Lakers are just... The height of dysfunction right now. Yeah, me too. I I, I like the Jazz by eight. I, I like that single digit. I'm with it on that one. But you no know more than that. No, no. It's in the Staples Center or whatever that arena now is called. Dungeon Dragon, whatever it is. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is out because of a back injury. Anthony Davis is out because of his knee. Kendrick Nunn is out because of his knee. So pretty much a full roster for the for the Jazz, but certainly the uh, Lakers missing two key key guys there with Davis and uh, and Anthony. So no Anthony Davis, no no Carmelo Anthony. They Jazz should win this game. LeBron, Absolutely should win it. Through all this dysfunction, though, LeBron James is still playing really high-level basketball, which is incredible at his age. Yeah. Uh, I do have to give him credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. And he is. Problem is, he's got no help. He's got no help. No, it's and, true. And, and he ordered that help, and it's not even – it's it's worth nothing right now. Uh, the, the people who were digging in and willing to do the hard things and the little things – They're gone. They're gone. He shipped them out, dude. Yep. Kyle Kuzma's gone. And brought in – and. Uh, What's his name? Headband. Um, oh. <laughs> God, I'm terrible with names today. Keep hey, going. Caruso. Yeah, he's gone. And, dude, he's – and that's a guy he you – He was a good yeah. dig in, he dude, all the little spark. things. Was gritty. Yeah, you're right. Did all the dirty work. Yep. Now look at Chicago, the number one team in the NBA – the, well, the Eastern Conference right now. What do you know, man? Weird. Interesting how that works. Got guys who know their roles. Some guys are willing to do the dirty work, but you don't really see that with the Lakers. Yeah, not with this Lakers team, at least. No, dude. Um, and and Westbrook's getting grilled by the media too. Did you? I played this the other night, but did you see when uh, the Lakers were at the Sacramento Kings? The cold as ice. Cold as ice. It was so good. He's like, I wish to hope. He's like, I hope they've been doing that for the last fourteen years. <laughs> well, 
the the Kings are right on their heels. They might surpass them in the standings. Could you imagine what a world we live in? <laughs> the Kings are going to the playoffs and, Lakers and the Lakers are. aren't, dude. I mean, in what world is that actually possible? Hey, you know, the quick time out here in the full court press. Want to come back some final thoughts and uh, rundown of what's going on tonight? To as you have your choice, a couple different choices really. There's a lot of different NBA games going on that have already been played today because of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Um, but we've got some NFL tonight. We've got the Jazz tonight. We've got some college basketball. All that's coming up on the Full Court Press. This is Mark Thurston from White Pine Funeral Services. On behalf of all of us here at White Pine, we want to thank the community of Cache Valley for your support this past year. Thank you for selecting us as a silver winner for the best of Northern Utah. We look forward to many more years of working with you here in our community. We know you have a choice and we hope you will consider White Pine Funeral Services. If you have questions about cremation, funerals, or planning ahead, please contact us or visit whitepinefunerals.com. White Pine Funeral Services. The best high school basketball in the state is being played in northern Utah. And every Region 11 high school basketball team is broadcast on local radio and now video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. All the games are covered on air and online with a dedicated broadcast crew for each school. Listen or watch the exciting action of every game. And after the game is over, go back and watch it again. All the details are available right now on CashValleyDaily.com. High school hoops, the biggest games of the week. The Riverwoods Conference Center is the center in Cache Valley for business, entertainment, and special events. Whether you're hosting a large or small event, you have the choice of inside with all the new modern interior renovations or outside along the scenic banks of the beautiful Logan River. The Riverwoods is an ideal choice offering seamless planning, easy catering coordination, and will make your event as professional or as beautiful as desired. To book your next event or for more info, visit theriverwoods.com or call 435-750-5151. We'll see you at the Riverwoods. The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. There is some Mountain West action going on tonight as we heard with our Mountain West update. we got Wyoming at Nevada. That's tipping off here just about 10 minutes from now. And at 7 o'clock on CBS Sports Network, UNLV at San Jose State. In uh, top 25, uh, now my screen froze up. That's always fun. <laughs> All right, I well, tell you what was going 2603 on 2603 text in, please don't let the, key, please let the Kings pull ahead of the Lakers. Do the Jazz make any trades? What would you trade each other for? What would I trade AJ for? Um, I would trade Eric for. I about said something. <laughs> moon pie? No. I was thinking maybe uh, <clears throat> an employee who lists himself a part of Cash Valley Media Group, <laughs> <laughs> but isn't and never was. <laughs> okay, Joe Ingles traded yes or no by February. I don't – my gut tells me no. Okay. Just why? I mean, I mean, just leadership, need him in the locker room. Yeah. Power, I mean, especially you, with the and what do you beef get, we got going on. What do you get in return? Yeah, what do you get in return? Jordan Clarkson. He ser- 
certainly has a lot more value. But man, the Jazz need that offense. You lose off that the bench. bench, yeah. You lose the offense off the bench. You're already talking about what you're not getting in. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've had some pretty good uh, close games in top 25. I've had some blowouts as well. But um, I'm going to look on the schedule for later on tonight in college basketball. Any hoops games on the docket? Um, see a lot of games being postponed. Hey, how about all those upsets? Gonzaga falls into the one spot because of all the, all the top dogs who fell. How crazy is that? Quite the weekend. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, Utah was down, and then they came back, made it close, but they couldn't get uh, over the hump. Who they lose to? Arizona State. Dude, Craig Smith just filling it this year. Hey, Raleigh or Ryland? Who would you take right now at this very point? I think I'd still take Ryland. I take Raleigh. 